Greetings, Game Cola faithful, and welcome to the Game Cola podcast. This is podcast number 51. We just got done with our 10-hour live podcast, uh, well, pre-recorded live podcast, podcast that was live at the time, uh, with me today. It's dead now. Sadly. Uh, and so we're recording another podcast. With me today are Christian Porter, Michael Gray, Mark Friedman, Stuart Jip, and Nathaniel Hoover. Everyone introduce yourselves. Hi, I am Christian Porter. You may remember me from such Game Cola columns as Power Gloves and Tinfoil Hats and Top of the Heap and like 20,000 others. <laughs> Update Speak American. I will someday. Someday. I'm so lazy. I'm Michael Gray, and I am uh, once again a full-time Game Cola writer after having been off the staff for like two years. That's right. But not really. Oh. But now that I'm unemployed, I'm writing articles full-time again. Hooray! Hooray. Well... Kind of. Uh, hooray! Yay! Watch unemployment rules. Yes. What? Wow. Sound effects. Cool. My name is Mark Friedman. I'm a part-time staff writer. I enjoy long walks on the beach, and I write the occasional game review and the column "What the Crap," where we explore just what the crap is going on with the gaming industry these days. <laughs> Sorry, I find that funny. I think that's a great concept for a column, that's all. Oh, well, thank you. I think it's high concept. You thought to yourself one day, what the crap is going on with the gaming industry? And then you were like, "That's this is going down on paper, and this is going to change lives. Done yeah. and done. It writes itself. Yeah, it does, yeah, absolutely. Am I, oh, yeah, it's me. Okay, I'm Stuart Jip. I'm, uh, I, I write things for Game Color like once a year. Um I'm about. I'm starting doing some comics, but they're not really comics. They're just drawings of people I hate in the industry with like libel next to them. Um, so yeah, look forward to those Game Cola fans. Wait, uh, are you drawing comics that are about people that you hate, like somebody who comes into the store that you work at and asks you if you can play this game on PlayStation Three? But it's clearly no, an Xbox it's not game. like it's not like it's not like Control Delete where I'm just rude to people who don't deserve it and terrible and everything. You know, it's more like just sort of I don't know a picture of Tim Schafer and next to Tim Schafer it says this man's crap. What's wrong with all of you? <laughs> um, something along those lines. I don't necessarily have to believe that's true. It just has to be provocative um, because this is games journalism and I can write anything I want as long as it gets hits. Anything. It's true. I mean, just look at uh, mm-hmm. what Matteo writes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, we need to get him on the next podcast. He's never been on a podcast. He doesn't really exist. He's just like a pseudonym for Matt Jonas, like you all are. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Next person, introduce themselves. Uh, right. Uh, I'm Nathaniel Hoover. I'm also from the same place that uh, Stuart is. And uh, I do a little bit of everything around Game Cola, so uh, you can see me pretty much everywhere. That was really, really hot. <laughs> so, mm. now that we're all here... Can we, can we like, all do that the whole way through? Can we all do that? Like, I'll do it. I'll do it, too. I'll, put, I'll, I'll, make, I'll make myself sound more British. Right? <laughs> That'd be quite amusing. Yes, quite. Yes. quite yes. amusing. So, to some, you know, degree of amusement, that's really quite trivial. Diamond Jubilee, yes. Oh, yes, the Queen. Hope she doesn't die soon. Pip, pip, cheerio. (laughs) I like cheerios. Okay. (laughs) Right, so we have some podcast topics, as I understand. I don't think so. Oh, wait, the podcast, right, sorry. Oh, yeah, wait. (laughs) Uh, let's see. 
Nathaniel, I don't know, you came up with all these topics. Why don't you <laughs> pick a good one? I mean, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, suppose the first one is to be vaguely relevant uh, with what's been going on, completely overlook E3, and talk about how we're feeling regarding these new systems in development in the impending next generation of gaming. Uh, like the Wii U. Yeah, that's like. Thing. Yeah, what other systems are in development? The Wii U, the Xbox 720, the PS4, and the Sega Dream Piss. <laughs> <laughs> Have any of those been officially announced besides One you? of those. One of those does not exist. Oh, man, oh, I really wanted you. to play the Wii U. Yeah, which one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you'll never know. You'll never know. Like, I thought... Uh... Sega has... Sega have like announced that they, that I think they've announced that they're like withdrawing from like off the shelf kind of sales and they're sort of just doing digital downloads from now on. Weird. And I think that's just their code name for them releasing the Dreamcast 2 with all digital. That's what I think. Or the Saturn 2 or something equally, you know, poorly thought through. <laughs> I don't know. It could be, I mean, look, I'll put it this way. The Wii U, I mean, you've all seen the Wii U now, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you may, you may have, you may have noticed that the Wii U tablet is just a Sega Game Gear. That is all it is. Does it use seriously? It's the C same. Batteries? It's the same. It uses six C batteries and it lasts for twenty minutes. And like, seriously, that is all it is. It's a like Sega Game Gear. Um, I'm not impressed, honestly. Uh, plus, I mean, I don't know. The, the, I mean, the new Mario game is going to be good because it's a new Mario game that's in 2D. You know, that's pretty much that's a pretty much a system seller right there. But like, what else was there? I'm trying to think. We had like. Um, I don't even remember. That's never a good sign. Oh yeah, so there was that game Zombie Zombie terrible. U. I think it was called. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the, the Wii U. I don't, I don't really get it yet. It's kind of like with the Wii, it kind of worked because I mean, when well, it didn't work, it never fucking worked. When I tried, sorry, I can't remember if I could swear or not. Um, and it never worked for me. I would just be standing there waving my arms, literally just going, "It doesn't function. Why?" And um, with the Wii U, it seems to be they've gone away from this immediately accessible Wii thing, which everyone could do, even very old people with serious problems. <laughs> and they've like gone onto this confusing two-screen thing, which is I think is going to possibly be a misstep because it seems like it would baffle the core audience they currently have for the Wii, who just want everything to be kind of like I just want to move my arms and I want to be like rewarded tenfold for every action that I do. Um, what I so thought I don't was know, really could... terrible about it was that. It it seems like um, it's just everything's just tacked on, and the gameplay for like Zombie U. When I saw that, it was uh, you play it a little bit on the Wii U, and then you stop, and then yeah. you use the stylus or whatever, you use the screen a little bit, and then you know you do this other gimmick, and you just stop gameplay. You do this crap, you stop gameplay, you do some other crap, and you don't just play. Mm-hmm. Nintendo seems like- to be focusing more and more on making it a family thing, a group thing, a collaborative activity, uh, not let's yeah. sit down and play a video game. And mm-hmm. it's it's no longer a matter of let's get better graphics and make a smaller disc that isn't a cartridge. <laughs> it's let's <laughs> find a different way to experience video games, at least with Nintendo. And it's been driving me bonkers because I'm strictly, well, up until I inherited with money a PS2 that doesn't have a power at the moment, so this was a tremendous purchase that I haven't paid for yet. Uh, tangent! So, aside from you know recent developments, I have been a diehard Nintendo fan, and every time they come out with something new, except for the GameCube, which sort of turned my opinion back up a little bit after the N64, um, I, I'm looking at it, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's nice 
that they offer this, but do we need to have everything do this? What happened to peripherals? Why couldn't we just have a standard gaming system with a standard controller and then extra peripherals or extra buttons on the controller that make it do all of the fancy, funky things that are now core gameplay? uh, Well, that's what I was thinking through the entire cycle of the Wii when they even first announced it with those motion control things. I was like, why is that an entire system? Why isn't that just a thing you can do if you really want to? Because I don't really want to at all. That's true, because I was going to say, uh, I mean, this is nothing really new for Nintendo. Nintendo has always had, you know, the power pad and the zapper and etc. But, as you guys are pointing out, those were, like, optional. Whereas the Wii is the entire system. So The, the thing I've noticed with the Wii U is they've announced it with, a, I think it's called a Pro Controller as well. Which, yep. is fundamentally, which is fundamentally an Xbox 360 controller. Yeah, um, and it, but in doing that, I feel like what they're doing is they're taking, they're sort of doing damage control already, you know, because it's kind of like, come on guys, throw your weight behind this, at least be confident in your own stupid idea. <laughs> uh, because what they're, say, what they're doing there is like, oh yeah, we've got this amazing new thing that's going to revolutionize games, but just in case it's a load of cack, we've also got normal games. Yeah. Like it's launching with Batman Arkham City, and like, as much as I loved Arkham City, like everyone has already finished that game. You know? Yeah. And people and, are going to be like, and it's people... launching with that game with these new things tacked on where you have to look down at the screen, do all kinds of stuff. I already played the game and I loved it. I don't need random things to tap a screen. I, haven't, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen what they've launched Batman on Wii U with. What have they added? Have they added a bit where you, like, stroke Robin's face or something? Like, how does that work? <laughs> Basically, you have, uh, you look down at your screen and you're like, oh, I should wear this armor. I think, I mainly heard this, uh, this thing on E3, but I think it's just you look mm. down at the screen, you choose I want to wear this and this and this, and you press those buttons mm. while the game stops while you do it or whatever. <laughs> so it is actually dressed up Batman. <laughs> yeah, it's it's dressed that's up pretty, Batman that's, paper doll. That's actually pretty cool. Another thing that would improve that game is if they took out the Catwoman stuff, because they tricked everyone into buying it when it actually makes the game worse. <laughs> but that's a different kettle of bats. Um, Boomerang. That was one of the new things in Batman City. I know. I, I watched that conference. I Actually, yeah, I, I watched because I have uh, Netflix through the Wii, and mm-hmm. in order to wait for my wife to join me a lot of the time, I'll sit there and just flip through whatever, <laughs> see if anything new has come up on the virtual console, that kind of thing. And I was looking mm-hmm. at one of the videos that they had, and I, you know, just flipping through some of the gameplay, and they did the boomerang thing, and I remember one of the things, and I, one of the things that I liked about uh, Zelda Wind Waker was the boomerang where you could mm-hmm. um or actually I'm sorry I'm thinking of uh, a different Toon Link one um the DS games um I don't remember if they did Phantom this in Hourglass. Phantom Hourglass first or if it was uh Link Rides a Choo Choo but one or both of them Phantom um, Hourglass yeah you can no, that was the, the Link engine right <laughs> you can use the stylus to draw a path for your boomerang to travel around I thought that was the neatest thing and then they showed footage of doing that in 3D with Batman with batarangs and I said <laughs> This is just about it. Well, it's not drawing a path, but it's manually controlling, you know, lifting your controller up and down and sideways, your little, you know, like cookie pan that you have in your hand. And it it looked pretty neat. But that was about the only truly redeeming thing about the Wii U uh, from the look of it was that one mini game portion of that Batman game that I probably won't buy because I'd rather have it on PC. Yeah, I, I like the fact that a a 2D Mario game is coming out. I mean, I've just I've been waiting decades for. A two-dimensional Mario game, you know? Decades. New Super Mario Bros. wasn't new enough yeah, for you? Yeah, what are you talking about? I'm confused. Yeah, well, it's not two true. You did that twice. Is it not? What? Is it because it's got polygons? Um, okay. 
I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I did play New Super Mario Brothers, and I did play New Super Mario Brothers Wii, and as far as I know, I did not enter the third dimension <laughs> at any point. I mean, there was Super Paper Mario. That wasn't true 2D, because that, you did enter the third dimension, and it became very boring. But... Um, <laughs> No, New so Super that, Mario Brothers that, is, a, is the third totally a thing that exists. It's totally a thing oh, that exists. I mean, they announced New Super Mario Brothers 2 on the 3DS, and they also announced it on the Wii as well, and it looks awesome because those games were always awesome. Um, yeah, that's that's the annoying thing, is I really want to play that. I really want to play Mario Brothers Wii U, but I don't want to buy a Wii U because I already own a Game Gear, and it's crap. <laughs> <laughs> Although you can play the games around the house like the newer games, so it's a little like a Nomad, too. A Nomad. Yeah, that's 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 a that's a poor selling point to me. It's like <laughs> our, our new system brings to mind the Sega Nomad. Like it's like awesome. the Game Gear taped to a Nomad. <laughs> it's like the Game Gear taped to a house. It's just like I don't know, man. I mean, the thing is, if you can get like a virtual console on the Wii U, the irony is I'm going to download Game Gear games and play them on the uh, Wii U remote thing. So. Uh, <laughs> Just wasting my time entirely. I don't know. Although I don't know what will happen if they do another virtual console. Maybe they'll do what they did for the Wii one and release about four games and then just lose interest. <laughs> and it's like, oh yeah, another game. Um, Samurai Showdown 1. And everyone's like, who cares? Just bring two out. And they're like, nah, nah. And then they'd like release all the Metal Slug games even though they already are on a compilation on the Wii. Brilliant. Yeah. Not bitter or anything. So <laughs> I, I take it the general consensus here is that we are not excited about the Wii U. Is that sort of the vibe I'm picking up here? Now, um, it doesn't I like do the zombie fun. game, that's it. I saw a commercial uh, in which some hipster-looking dude was, like, posting on Twitter and talking to some old guy uh, who was making fun of him for being friends with an action figure. I don't know if anyone else saw that yeah. commercial. Yeah, uh, I did see that. It was hilarious. Now, that got me excited about the Wii U. That was a great commercial. Yeah, it was not part of the conference at all. That should have been the focus of the conference, actually. Now, see, mm. I don't think if it's getting me excited about the Wii U for the right reasons, but I thought it was hilarious. Mm. I did enjoy that. I was expecting to be very... I was quite cynical going in, and then it ended up being quite funny. Yes. It did give me... A, it did bring a thought to my mind, though. You know how it showed him, like... You, 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 you saw, like, the Mario map and, like, speech bubbles, like, oh, I've just cleared World 1-1, well done, oh, I found a firefly, that kind of thing, you know, people talking to each other. And I was thinking, like, that's not what people are going to be saying, you know? Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna censor myself here. They're gonna be saying like someone will say, "Oh, I just cleared World One One," and they'll just be like, "Like uh, f off, you keyword <laughs> racial slur, you know, homosexual slur," and like <laughs> apparently, apparently that's Nintendo, what Mario was like in my house. In, apparently, yeah, pretty much. Apparently, Nintendo are gonna instill like a 30 minute delay on all the messages that get sent in, and it's like. Don't even bother them. Like, why even do connectivity if you're going to do that? It's it's ridiculous. Oh, if you want like instant feedback, <laughs> well, the like Weather the Channel was the best game on the Wii, wasn't it? So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can keep Mario brings, Galaxy too. I just want the Weather Channel. That, that brings up a good point. I, I hope they come out with a new F Zero game, but you know, they should probably just shorten the title to F U. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they should bring out a new F Zero because nobody has ever finished F Zero GX because it's impossible. And that's not, I don't think that's an exaggeration. Literally nobody on Earth has ever managed to get past Story Mission 2. Because I haven't, therefore no one else can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Did you beat the, the best game gamer in all of gaming. Hmm? I said you are the yeah, best am, gamer in all of gaming. What's F-Zero? I am <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I put it this way. I, I got to the guy on I Want to Be the Guy, and I 
can't get past Spodori Mission 2 on F-Zero. So that tells you something, I think. <laughs> I think it tells you that, that you should play racing games. Is, but yeah, pretty much that, actually, yeah. I suppose I could always play a better racing game like Micro Machines <laughs> on the Mega Drive slash Genesis, whatever you want to call it. Man, that was great. Now, that's a game that would instill me swearing at my friends all the time. I mean, I do that normally because I hate them, but, you know. That would be a good podcast topic, actually. Games that made you swear the most at everyone else. <laughs> at everyone else or just in general? Just in general or at people directly trying to hurt them because the game was so bad, that kind of thing. That's only happened to me once, and I'm kind of ashamed to relate the tale, but I, I will anyway. You know the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game on the Nintendo? The old, oh, yep. the mm-hmm. one that... The yeah. one where you go into the dam, the, the one where you go into the dam and swim around through this electric coral that just kills you. There's like no way to do it. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I played worst fifty games list. <laughs> I, it I might have so, been. Yeah. yeah. I I played through that whole thing at my friend's house on an emulator, um, using save states to get through it, and it's still impossible. <laughs> and like by the end of it, I was so furious I'd actually become a racist. <laughs> I was like yelling, just yelling at the screen, just appalling things that no one could possibly think or say. And then afterwards, I felt like I'd come out of a trance. And I was like, is that how it happens? Is that how people become racist because of this game? Were you racist against turtles or? Uh, yes, but every every race. <laughs> at that moment, I hated all races. Actually, come to think of it, you hate all races, including yourself, as your own race. Does that actually make you not racist? No, I think that cancels it out. Yeah. Oh, then I, I wasn't a racist. I was just an incredible misanthrope. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, I'm glad now. I don't feel quite so bad that I was just yeah. yelling the N word at Shredder over and over again. <laughs> he was voiced by uh, Uncle Phil from uh, from uh, what is uh, it? Now, now I feel now I feel terrible. Like I've somehow <laughs> hurt him in in his death. You actually, you are a racist. It was voiced by Uncle Phil from uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> Um, I don't want to hurt Uncle Phil. I love Uncle Phil. He's like my yeah. real uncle, except he's... Oh, wait, he is dead. No, never mind. <laughs> is he dead? I don't know. He he probably is. Yes. Let's just say yes. And if he's not, then I hope he does, so this becomes true. <laughs> well, he will eventually, so... To anyone who... <laughs> Won't we all? Won't we all? <laughs> oh, podcast. Yes, to anyone <laughs> living in the future. Or, well, in the mm. current, I guess, if you're listening to this now from the future... That doesn't make any sense, Jetty. Convenient segue on the topic of death. Which gaming franchise most needs to die? Or, in other words, come to an end. And which is most in need of a sequel? Uh, Super Mario Bros. needs to stop, I think. Why? I think think that ended already. Did it? (laughs) I think the last one was Mario and Yoshi on the Game Boy. Super Mario Land. Yeah, I don't see Super Mario 64 or um, Super Mario Galaxy as any sort of continuation of the NES series. I don't know. That's just me. Mm. Well, we were just talking about New Super Mario Bros. Wii, which I would argue, because it has Super Mario Bros. in it, would uh, and also same kind of gameplay, would kind of qualify. But why why Mm. kill it, Jetty? Uh, I don't know. He's a tennis star. He does racing. He does... Oh, just... So kill it because he's successful? Cut well, him off no, 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 he's too powerful. No, no. People... He doesn't do racing. No? His cart There's no actual races. racing in Mario... In Mario Kart, there is no racing. It's just a game of, like, no matter how well you drive, you can always lose, so it doesn't count as a race. <laughs> it's just, like, whoever gets the blue shell, basically. And that's why Mario Kart is the worst game in the world. I think I've heard this topic before. Yeah, probably. I'm probably brought up by me as well. No, I mean... 
I guess the games are fine, but they wouldn't be as popular if they weren't called Mario. Mm. Like no one that would. That is true. No one would care about Bubsy Cart. Yeah, like what? <laughs> Bubsy. Bubsy Cart. Yeah, <laughs> you could play as Bubsy, or you could play as like one of those little woolly things he jumps on, and you could play as like you could play as like a child who's like, oh man, oh that happened once, yeah. I was in a game shop. This was years ago, obviously, and I and I remember seeing some little kid paying with like obviously with pocket money, with like pound coins, individual pound coins, for a copy for a new copy of Bubsy on the SNES, and I was just like, that's like that's the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> you know, you know, I, I I can't imagine the pain in that because I I didn't have like I had a Master System when I was a kid because I was deprived, you know, and like. I can't imagine saving up for like seventy weeks to buy a game and then choosing to buy like Bubsy or something. You know, <laughs> you'd just be like, "Well, you'd put it in and you'd be like, actually, as a kid, I would wring as much pleasure out of that game as I possibly could." You know, but for Bubsy, that is not easy because that game is a steaming pile, <laughs> and I don't recommend it at all. <laughs> but if they had done Bubsy Car, yeah, it probably wouldn't have been as popular, would it? Or if they did like, like I don't know, I don't know, like Gex Car or something. Like, uh, what was it? Weren't we talking before about Kirby's Epic Yarn, that it wasn't actually a Kirby game, and something about uh, the new Kid Icarus game, or whatever, also wasn't initially supposed to be Kid Icarus? Yeah, they were both meant to be Bubsy games. (laughs) But they slapped a more successful license on it, and then it sold. Yeah, which is kind of disappointing, because then it's not really about the game, it's about the name. How well did Kirby's Epic Yarn actually do? I bought it, so therefore it must be successful. Wow, over a million copies. So, um, yeah, that's really for a Kirby game. That's really impressive because that's not traditionally the most popular series, as far as I know. It's popular among the gaming hardcore, obviously, but I thought I mean that's why they keep making him angry on the cover because, like, you know, kids love angry. (laughs) (laughs) They just interesting side topic. Did anyone play uh, Return to Dreamland? Nope. On the Wii, the most recent Kirby game. I have it, but I Matt Jonas did. Oh, well, he's not here, is he? 1.5 uh, million <laughs> copies, Kirby's Epic Yarn. Okay. That's that's pretty impressive. Because, I mean, I really liked Epic Yarn. I thought it was like a breath of fresh air for the series, because all the games are the same in that series. Not that they're bad, but they are all the same. And, like... <laughs> this one's uh, different because it's not a Kirby game. And this one's different because you can't... Basically because you can't fly over everything. Um, but Kirby's Return to Dreamland was actually really good, and I would recommend it if you like any of the old Kirby games, uh, except for like Kirby's Dream Course, because that's a golf game. So you know you're gonna get nothing. <laughs> what about the Kirby DS game? Oh, that was awesome! What Canvas Curse? No, I mean, wasn't oh. there a recent one where it's like five thousand little Kirby's? Yeah, Kirby Mass Attack. Yeah. Um, I played. See, I never that get into and... Kirby because he always comes out at the yeah. very end of his system's life. <laughs> Kirby, Kirby Mass Attack. Kirby Mass Attack is like the main game is like it's okay. I didn't bother finishing because I didn't like it enough to actually finish it. But when you've got like a few medals, you unlock a Kirby Pinball mini game, and I think I've put like ten hours into that. Uh, compared with the main game, I've played for like forty-five minutes and ten hours of pinball because that thing is just amazing. So basically, if you ever see Kirby Mass Attack, buy it, unlock the pinball, and then never play anything else. Okay. Uh, don't seriously. The rest of the game is just completely forgettable. But that. Pinball, that is good stuff. I don't know if you remember Kirby Pinball Land on the Game Boy, the original brick Game Boy. Um, basically, it's kind of like a remake of that, and it's amazing. It's the best game on the DS. No, that's too far. <laughs> Speaking of British things, um, this yeah, has we nothing to do with okay. video games, but um, yeah. I'm wondering what a D is. Because I see um, like British prices, 6S, or I mean like 2S, 6D, and I'm like, does S oh, mean what? shilling? 
Well, that's from like the yeah, 1970s, but uh, yeah, S, I assume I don't really know because I was not born. But like S is probably <laughs> you were hatched. I don't, I don't know what G is. Um, hang on, I'm going to look that up using something that is definitely not Google. Um, what is D British money? There we go. Answer me, Google. Coins at the pound star. I don't want to read this. <laughs> so to answer your question, I don't know. It's just in a bunch of old books I read. When I, I, I right. edit books in my spare time. I don't do it anymore, yeah. though. Yeah, okay. Well, apparently D is pence slash penny. It comes from the French denier, which came from the Latin denarius. Just use P like we do now, you idiots from the past. <laughs> doesn't even make any sense. That's just stupid. I thought the British yeah, hated like, the French. What is this? Uh, well, I mean, I personally... I think everyone does. It's denarius, oh. though. That that comes from the Latin. It's just, you know, it doesn't have anything to do with the French at all. Right, okay. Right, denarius but why even the... use... Why, why, when we call them pence, do we use D? That doesn't even make any sense. Did one guy accidentally draw the P upside down and then just, like, roll with it? He was just like, don't, no, just go with it, just go with it. And then well, we all don't they have, like, way. the L for a pound? Well, I mean, we don't now. We have the pound sign. You know? Pound sign, oh. Actually, we yeah. use dollars. Shouldn't we be using the D and kind of get rid of that crossed-out S? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should, because that's just confusing. Well, then what we'd have to go back and change all those Scrooge McDuck DuckTale episodes, so... Yeah. You're reading my oh, mind. Yeah, no, that, that, that won't do. That won't do. We can't be having that. The yeah, money that bit just... not look the same from the outside. <laughs> well, the I think it's... Special actually, it's sign. the S's because it's the S for Scrooge, and then he turned it into a money sign, yeah. actually. Yeah, that was confirmed in the movie when somebody else took over the bin, and then it was two lines through like M for Mortimer or whatever his name was. <laughs> oh right, yeah, you have an encyclopedic knowledge of plots from Ducktales. Is the episode of Ducktales? I remember the episode when Huey and Dewey go to the bicycle shop and get molested. That's the best episode. <laughs> Where was Louie in that episode? I don't remember. I don't, I don't, but I think something terrible may have happened to him. I don't, I, I don't know whether or not he featured. I think if we should move on. Something terrible is happening to this podcast, I can tell you that. So, yeah, I'll do it uh, which game yeah. franchise most needs a sequel? Oh, oh, oh I was going to actually take this for uh, ending a franchise, oh. uh, which is going to sound like sacrilege coming from me, but the classic Mega Man series needs to come to an end, not immediately, but soon. I am giving them to Mega Man 12 to finally say, you know what? We're actually going to remember that we did start to put the games in a general plot direction <laughs> by like Mega Man 5, 6, 7, totally lost it with 8, sort of got our footing again with 9, kind of forgot about it with 10. Like, let's make a game that's a little bit different, that's not just a complete ripoff of the last game with a little bit of shine on it, and... We'll do Mega Man 11, and then we'll start to sow some plot th seeds for Mega Man 12, which will finally connect to the X-Series, and then we can wrap up the X-Series and stop making sequels. Not because I don't want to play another Mega Man game, you can always have random spin-offs, but this whole main series kind of had a direction that it lost, and now it's just making me sad seeing it sort of wander around and languish and not really know where it's going. i I got to say, I got to say, as a tremendous fan of Mega Man, Okay, first, there aren't ever going to be any more Mega Man games. I think Capcom have kind of killed that one now. They sort of went like, uh, yeah, we'll announce something for his anniversary in December. And come December, everyone's going to be like, hey, what's coming up for the anniversary? And they'll be like, what are you talking about? But we didn't say that. But like, second, like, it's my, it's my humble opinion that any plot that exists 
in the first few Mega Man games was put there entirely by the fandom because, I mean, apart from like Mega Man 8, which nobody cares about because it's garbage, like none of those games had a plot to them apart from like, oh, there's an evil Dr. Guy. He's not Dr. Wily this time, though. Honest, uh, you reckon? Oh, it's actually Dr. Wily at the end, you know, and that's <laughs> well, every Mega Man. Granted, compared to any other game uh, that actually has plot, no, there's not much plot at all, but when we're looking in terms of platformers, especially early NES platformers, uh, there is some continuity there. I I actually have a whole spiel that I just couldn't possibly repeat here on the podcast because I'd get interrupted 50 times and not convey it properly, but there is actually a good flow of plot, as simple and minimal as it may be, uh, to the series that was completely disrupted with 8, and it just lost the whole focus of where are we going with this, and now it's just random Mega Man game after another. I could be mistaken, but I I do uh, uh, remember that the only direct ties to the X series, if memory so, and this might be completely wrong. It's been a long time since I was really that immersed in it. Is at the end of Power Fighters, or maybe it's the first or the second Power one. I know there's a reference to Zero. I know there's a reference to Zero in I think it's Base's ending. Um, um you definitely you get you, you literally get Doctor Wily holding up Zero blueprints and going, "This yes, is my new no, project." That's, that's Zero. Power Fighters too. Yeah, and that game is awesome because it also has Doctor Wily in the middle of Mega Man's friends telling him that everything's going to be fine. He literally says, yeah, I'm just going to go now. He just says, thanks for being an idiot, I'm just going to go. And he just leaves. Brilliant. Um, and then in the X series, in X4, I know there's a bunch of references back to Dr. Wily, and in X5 as well, I think. Yep. But then after that, our X6 happened, and everyone on Earth has tried to bleach X6 from existence because well, it's one of the worst games. And, and I know we're sort of getting off the general topic of where we're going. Yeah, sorry. That's okay with me, because yeah. it's Mega Man. <laughs> so, Mega Man! X, X5 was actually supposed to be the end of the X series, as I understand yeah. it, why, why it really has this sense of finality around it. And then I think one of the interns came up and said, Hey, guess what, <laughs> boss? We're making Mega Man X6! And they're like, shoot. <laughs> now we need to totally redo all of the ending. And, oh well. Um, so, yeah. yeah um, like, I got this great <laughs> new idea for Maverick. I got this great new idea for Maverick. Ready? Okay, sit down. Everybody sit down. Ready? Metal Shark. Player! <laughs> and everyone just like looks at him for like 15 minutes and then just goes, yeah, whatever, we don't care. <laughs> and then Breath of Fire 4 comes out. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's my two cents on a series that, that should be, not die, not like stop making them, but please find a suitable conclusion to connect this to the other series. That's all I'm asking. The only, the, only, the only Mega Man series that they've managed to finish in a way I would deem satisfactory was the Zero series because I loved I the ending of that. Uh, Zero 4's ending is like kind of ties up the character development of Zero from both that series and the X series, and it was masterful. Uh, and then, uh, and then spoilers, he died. And um, it was like, cool, they actually killed him off, and this time he's not going to come back because they forgot. And then they ruined it by making ZX and ZX Advent, which I did actually like, but they, they totally effed the plot up from the previous games. I don't know. I, I think the the ZX uh, series, I've only played the first one, I haven't gotten to the second one yet, uh, does what Zero should have done in the first place and make logical, semi-coherent links to the rest of the Mega Man series instead of oh, coming right. up with some random plot about uh, things and wars and there's this huge missing gap of history. Like, it actually makes connections to all yeah. of the other Mega Man games, and I think it does it very well. But anyhow... Um, oh. Totally separate Mega Man discussion that we, you know, are excluding everyone else in. <laughs> sometimes. When's sometime the last time they made a Mega Man game? Two thousand something. Uh, last year. It was probably no. Last Mega year. Man, it was 2010. 
was, and that uh, was Mega the first Man game in two years, and the game before that was the first game in like three years? No, they made Mega Man X on the iPhone, and it was flawless! <laughs> flawless! <laughs> they didn't make it, they ported it. They've been, no, they they've been making or porting Mega Man games, even during like the down period when there were no main numbered sequels coming out. They've been releasing things in one form or another for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, if you include that. the Battle Network games um, the, and the Star Force g- games, they pretty much haven't stopped. Oh, man, my favorite thing about the Battle Network games was the missions where you had to touch five invisible things. Those were great. I'm actually that playing game, Battle you, Network you right now. Not run, right run around. No. You'd run around. Get with podcast, man. You'd have to run behind a building hammering the A button. <laughs> And then you'd find an NPC who would go, ah, you found me. This is the best mission ever, right? I hope there aren't five more fucking games of this. <laughs> and then there were. But that's the thing. I mean, but, you know. like, that was what I used to do after I would, like, beat games back in the day. Like, yeah. back, uh, you know, gaming in my youth, games didn't come out that quickly. So I would spend a lot of time replaying the same games that I'd already played. I would spend time yeah. seriously, like, walking against walls everywhere yeah just to see if there were like maybe was a hidden path because i couldn't look up look it up online the thing is that back in those days there usually was hidden a hidden path you know it's true um which is why donkey kong country 2 is like the best game but you know <laughs> it's just a total segue there um but yeah they used to reward you for exploring and it's not i, I don't this is this is only this is a real generalization obviously but a lot of sort of main action games now are very linear which isn't necessarily a bad thing but there's very little in the way of like Secrets and like even in something in something like Gears of War where there are secrets like the dog tags they're so easily found yeah. and it's not like in Sonic in like Sonic One or something when you would li- you would actually get kind of a thrill if you found a one up because they were rare <laughs> and you never you never there's nothing to find now in like Mario I mean I love Mario Galaxy but there's no there's never any threat you're never going to run out of lives and like if you find an extra life you're like oh that's pointless <laughs> you know because I have a million of them because it's Mario yeah. But, you know, I mean, that's something that modern games have kind of lost is that secret finding thing. Uh, Because a lot of, as well as that, a lot of unlockable stuff is now DLC as well. Um, It's true. Oh, it's all a million issues. Anyway, the series that should get a sequel is Bubsy. The series that should end, the series that should definitely end is um, uh, Sonic. I was going to say Phoenix Wright to troll you all, but that's already ended. Ah. (laughs) He's got a point. Mm. Yeah, the series that should end is Sonic because like Generations was great, so let's just leave it at that. Oh wait, they already made Sonic Four Episode Two and ruined it. Crap. Yeah, that was a good idea. They released Sonic Four. Everyone on, on the entire planet hated it, and they thought, let's do another one of those. This this is a good idea. You know, same team, same people, same engine, just the same goddamn game again. Let's see how it does. And you know, it wasn't very good. They should have done Bubsy. That's my theory. Yeah. Just give it a try. Just bring him back. You know. Just see how he goes down now. I think the world is ready for a sarcastic cat. He was witty. Yeah, he was, and he had an exclamation mark on his t-shirt and no pants, and that's hilarious. You know. I'm just remembering the like. You just never know what he's thinking. The ads Mm. that they had for Bubsy in like Nintendo Power magazine. (laughs) Where he'd like murdered Mario or something. No, it was like. Am I thinking of the rock? Him standing in a crowd of people, and it was like. This is one cool cat or something. <laughs> <Don't like that>. <laughs> <laughs> the ones I remember are. Does anybody remember a game on the PS1 and Saturn called Croc? Uh, yeah, yeah I exactly. Do, yeah. Exactly. But no, the adverts for that, at least in the UK, were you, you had Croc standing there, like picking his teeth, and you had like Sonic shoes and Mario's hat and Crash Bandicoot, like, box. And it's like, 
nah, you know, not really. No, that's that's kind of wishful thinking, you know. <laughs> or like the advert, the adverts for Ty the Tasmanian Tiger, where you had like Sonic and Mario in bandages and him standing there looking like he's just beating the shit out of them. And it's like nobody even knows what the Ty the Tasmanian Tiger is, or what a Tasmanian Tiger is, you know, or what, what I'm talking about right now. Nobody knows what that is, and nobody knows what Croc is. So like. You know, that didn't really work. I feel like if you're putting in your commercials, we are better than these games. You are destined to fail. <laughs> but then again, it reminds me also, back when um, Armored Core came out for the PS2, the adverts were seriously review scores, and they were literally along the lines of, like, 7 out of 10, if you must have another mech game, buy this one. It's like, don't put that in your advert. <laughs> put, put lies in it. Don't put, like, 6.5. Yeah, it's okay, I suppose, because <laughs> there aren't any other games like this. You don't do that. It's a... You don't you don't be honest in adverts, you know, you lie. This is what advertising is for. Yes. If the movie Crazy People with Dudley Moore taught us nothing else. <laughs> and it didn't. It sure didn't. <laughs> so yeah. In conclusion, Bubsy, everything. Bubsy. Yes. Sounds like we need a new topic unless anybody else has a uh, game franchise that needs to die or start, you know, offspring. Uh, if they're going to continue along the path they just keep continuing along, Final Fantasy needs to die. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's every every year. Yeah, I pray it's the final Final Fantasy, but it never is. It's uh, it's sort of the same thing as my complaint about Mario. Is like they're not necessarily bad games, but they only sell because whoa, it's Final Fantasy. And like, if it wasn't, I doubt anyone would really care about what new systems they had for like hitting the A button over and over again. See, are there any successful Japanese RPGs in the West other than Final Fantasy? I can't think of any. I mean, Dragon Quest, maybe, but even then, not to that extent at all. I mean... Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd I, really like to see the continuation of either Chrono Trigger or Secret of Mana. So yeah. uh, They already did Chrono Trigger. Oh. It was Chrono Cross, and it was perfect. Oh. And in no way divisive. <laughs> Well, there was a fan project that uh, was being worked on. It's called Crimson Echoes. I wrote an article about it probably about a year ago. It was a intercool between the two games, and it was really awesome. And unfortunately, Square decided to squash it with a cease and desist order. Um, some people were able to play it still with what was released, and it was really awesome. And I mean, obviously, it shows that there's a lot of people still interested in the series. But then the game companies are just saying, well. You know, too bad. We're just going to release it again on the DS, and you know, possibly the Game Gear. Who knows? Um, yeah. But it's 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 unfortunate they're not making a sequel, but people still want it. Yeah. And yet they keep I'm pumping out the with same. with IPs with IP like that under their belt, all they seem to be doing now at, at PAX East, at least all I saw was just poor man's versions of bigger games. The thing is, I mean, like with a with a game like Chrono Trigger, which has like gravitas, like immense amounts of gravitas. No matter what they were to do for a sequel, it would be like considered a failure because it wouldn't yeah. be Chrono Trigger. That is true. So they're kind of in a catch twenty two there. Well, um, what they should keep, what they should do is they should release a game called Chrono Trigger Two, <laughs> but it's actually just Chrono Trigger again. <laughs> and then everyone would really like it. They'd be like, "Well, it's exactly the same as Chrono Trigger, but you can't really fault it for that because Chrono Trigger is pretty much the best RPG." So. You know, apart from Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, obviously, that's much better. But, I don't know. I mean, you Chrono know. Cross was, was really different. It, I mean, the, the battling yeah. was different, the story, it was, you know, it took place in a different world, you didn't even travel through time, but, mm. you know, it was one of those things where the, the plot was hard to follow, but you had to play it a few times to really grasp it, or at least I did. Mm. Um, so, I mean, you don't travel through time, like, 
did it even earn the chrono? It should just be called cross. <laughs> it's about it's about Crohn's disease now. <laughs> I want to play that. I don't know. There was what was it? I wouldn't mind playing salt and pepper or whatever. Those guys are yeah, hilarious. And, and then there was ketchup. He was like the third guy that you don't see too often. Ketchup. I was really yeah. excited there that like Chrono Cross had salt and pepper from from rap music in it. You know, because that would have Push been it. incredible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They could have so, said, right, like, yeah. and now you need to do a QTE, push it good, you know. Uh, no, that's salt and pepper. Cinderella could be unlockable. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. See, this, no, this isn't salt and pepper. This is salt and pepper, like with O's. Oh, I see. Like, I see, right, right. Salt was spelled with an O, and so is pepper. So the fact that it sounds like salt and pepper is a complete coincidence. Yeah. Mm, that's interesting, yeah. Man, you know, the one game they won't re-release, man, is like... Well, I mean, Final Fantasy IX, I was going to say. Then I remember they haven't released seven either, have they? So, Oh, wait, did number seven come out on the PSN or anything like that? Yeah, it was on PSN. Uh, see, Final Fantasy seven and nine are the two ones that I like, but that's only because I grew up with them. No, no other reason. Um, six is supposed to be good, but I can't get into it because... Too archaic for me, <laughs> as RPGs go. I tend to find... I can go back and play old platform games and old any other game really but RPGs old RPGs I have trouble with because they seem more archaic than most other genres really yeah Um, because they have they have roots in like the earliest uh, PC games as well so Mm -hmm. yeah although weirdly enough I can play roguelikes so you know that's that's kind of odd now I think about it I don't know that's another game that needs a sequel actually Um, they should do a sequel to uh, Final Fantasy 7 again just to annoy everyone (laughs) I, I just I really want them to do I really like it when game companies annoy their fans. I, I think that's great. That thrills me um, in a I sexual way. I think they should way. put out some kind of press release, like uh, yeah. that they're going to re-release Final Fantasy VII, see what happens for a day, and the next day they can mm. tell everyone, and it's going to be a first-person shooter. <laughs> I want to see what happens. I would play it. I'd play it. Well, they could, what they could do is they could say, yeah, we're going to release Final Fantasy VII, and it turns out it's only on, like, Japanese mobiles or something. <laughs> yeah. That's what they did, because they did that with Mega Man Legends. There was a Mega Man Legends game that only came out on mobiles, and everyone was just so trolled, it was great. Yeah, well, there was there was also, like, another, like, Final Fantasy IV sequel oh, yeah, yeah. that was released for mobile. So They claim they're the bringing game, another so. Final Fantasy... Or... Sorry, I don't know anything about this, but there's a Final Fantasy game finally coming to American mobiles for once. Oh, weird. Or oh, the yeah. iTunes store, but it's a new, it's a completely new thing. All right. I remember playing some sort of Final Fantasy game that was for uh, the TI-86. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was official, however. But Final uh, Fantasy Calculator Edition. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Where you, what you do is you type, you, you have to like... You write boobless on your calculator, and then you get like a picture of like Barrett or something. <laughs> that would be good. I, I programmed that. a couple of games for my TI-82. Actually, I don't know what happened to them. Yeah, I want to hunt them down. That would be a nice uh, game cola. Mm. Here's Michael's horrible games he made. <laughs> there was like a picture of SpongeBob in one of them. Oh, that's pretty sweet, man. You can nearly write SpongeBob as well. You could nearly write the word SpongeBob in a calculator, so that's pretty cool. That's my main calculator game is to write things like boobs. Because <laughs> then I can look at them and sort of think about boobs and kind of go like, <laughs> oh, dear. I remember... What am I going to do? Uh, sorry, there was a guy who got fired at my job recently, and mm-hmm. uh, for whatever reason, we wanted to access his uh, voicemail. 
like yeah. immediately after he left and we're like oh but no one knows his password wait 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 8008 yeah okay that worked <laughs> oh god <laughs> i just hope that i never lose my password at work because you have to quote it down the phone my password is i usually choose things that are appalling <laughs> so like so I won't forget them, and I really don't want to have to quote them and explain myself. Yeah. They are really outrageously offensive, some of them. <laughs> yeah, so I we'll do that too. Mm. I like, so yeah, I, I hope that doesn't happen. Well, I, my favorite is when like people try to explain their password, and it's like, it's a word, but it's all like letters and numbers mixed to make up like a regular word. Yeah. yeah my, it's the cool way to write. It's B00B5, you know. Boobs. <laughs> Whoa. Mm-hmm. Speaking of passwords and, and pissing off the fans, remember those old yeah. password systems in the old Nintendo games? I'd love to see like a modern, you know, high def game just with no, <laughs> no you saving, know, hard disk saving, and just have like yeah. you know, a that would be awesome. One thousand characters. System. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and also, if you enter one character wrong and you select it, it deletes the whole password. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, oh, yeah. Yeah. again. My favorite well, one was on the old Master System. On the old Master System, there was a game called. Um, I think it may have been the version of King's Quest that came out on the Master System, actually. Fives and S's looked exactly the same. <laughs> I don't, and I don't mean there was like a couple of pixels difference. I mean there was no difference in the same. Wow. Um, well, like, so yeah. there was no way of knowing whether or not your password was going to be correct. You had like a 1 in like 50 chance. Um, so yeah, that was fun for me, playing that when I was a kid, you know? Well, I always liked the old Mega Man passwords where it was like blue and red dots. Oh, yeah. Like in a yeah. grid. I can't hear people mention them without thinking about. Every time, seriously, that game is just ingrained into my mind. Yeah. It's horrifying. Oh god. The music in that and game yet, is haunting. Yeah, it really is. It's hauntingly brilliant. I actually used to go to like the password load screen just to like listen to that song. <laughs> I used to go and play. See, I used to play Mega Man Seven and go to Auto Shop just to hear the Auto Shop music. Because it was awesome. It was also the best part of Mega Man 7. So, you know. Mega Man! Yes. Woo! Actually, when I was much, much, much younger, when I f- was first playing Mega Man, I got a uh, a tape recorder, like a big, boxy yeah. cassette tape recorder, if any of our audience members even know what that is anymore. And... I like the music in Mega Man so much that I'd pop in a blank cassette and then just sit at each stage and record it and let it loop once or twice. Stop it, start up the next stage, let it record once or twice. And then I had an entire cassette tape of Mega Man music with a that couple of sound badass. effects from him like teleporting in and all the stuff that didn't cut out. <laughs> I used to do similar stuff. I think I recorded some music off of like Secret of Mana or something. Yeah, see, I didn't, I didn't think I did that because like I would never have had the initiative to think to do it. I, I would have just been with, sad, uh, and I'd be like... No, I was going to say I did that with the Disney movie Hercules, <laughs> rather well, than actually awesome. buying their official cassette tape. Yeah, yeah, screw that. Pirate it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you did was illegal. But, um, <laughs> see, you know what? You know, Now I just want to talk about Hercules instead. That's reasonable, because they did make a video game of that, and I think we could kind of talk about Hercules now. Would that be cool with everyone? No? Okay. Well, they didn't really make a sequel of it, did they? They just had like the prequel TV series, which I never saw because it was on ABC or something. You know what was weird about the prequel TV series? Uh, I Everything? swear this is true. I'm reason I'm reasonably sure that one of the characters was Ledger Suit Larry. I mean, that may be a me misremembering something, but I'm sure one of them was just him. Like it looked exactly the same as him. That's pretty weird, right? 
Those old Disney shows in general, pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. We've already discussed DuckTales. The best doesn't one. that the, doesn't follow the movie canon at all? Because Hades doesn't try to kill Hercules until he's all grown up and hero heroic. Mm. Yeah, well, that's because like Hades is like a totally rad dude. You know, mm-hmm. he's just like you know what I could wipe the floor with this guy right now, but since I'm a totally rad dude, I'm just gonna let him get a sporting chance. Hercules, Her- Hades, man, he was like the best Disney villain. Seriously, he had expressive hair. How cool is that? Seriously. <laughs> No, he's an awesome villain. He's like the best villain because like they couldn't because Hades being like the villain is like the most cliched idea for like a a sort of Greek mythology movie. It's so obvious, you know, but what they did is instead of trying to make him all like scary, they just made him like funny and that made it even more terrifying when he would flare up and get really angry. It was just James Woods being James Woods. It was awesome. (laughs) And that was that was before like James Woods was ruined by Family Guy. So, you know, that was pretty sweet. And also, there was a PlayStation 1 game of Hercules. There, I saved it. Good work. I didn't play that game. Yeah, it was alright. It was like all the other Disney games, you know? It was a platform game where you have to collect the letters of the character's name to spell his name. Right. That's that that pretty works. much all the they, they did that yeah. in, uh They did that in the movie, though. In the oh, song yeah, they Zero did. The Hero, they? there's the scene where they all turn and the letters are written on the shields. Mm. Oh, so that's what that was based on. I did wonder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally, totally on purpose. Very, very faithful to the movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh well. So that's that would be a topic for another time. Disney games. I talk about them all day long. Uh. Yep. I'm going to DuckTales say Ducktales two. I think Ducktales series. I said that earlier. I think Ducktales series. Mm-hmm. I want to see Ducktales three. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think I want to get the Epic Mickey DS because it's a Disney oh, game yeah. with Uncle Scrooge in it and it's a platformer. Yeah. I'm a bit worried about that because like that's being made by Dream Rift and they made this game called Monster Tale. And that's, like, one of the shittest games. <laughs> I played that, and it's, like, it seems like it's good, but then it's just... All the all the mechanics are there to make it good, but the actual, like, level design is just so incompetent. There's just this boring runaround, and I'm really worried it's going to be like that, because Castle of Illusion, the old original Castle of Illusion on the Sega Master System, is, like, my favorite game ever. I'm so nostalgically attached to that game. It's, like, the first game I ever played. And I, if this game sucks, I'm going to hold it as a personal affront, and I'm going to murder everyone who works there with a hammer. Well, I mean, there Not have been really. quotes from the person, one of the developers yeah. of the game, who was yeah. the same as you, just insanely in love with the old Mega System version of the game, or whatever. He said he played it every day for a period of, like, six months. Yeah. So maybe there's hope. Maybe there is. Maybe there is. But, you know, I love giant robots, and I could never build one. So... <laughs> You know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Plus, if I'm honest, I don't don't love giant robots that much. I think they're quite passe. I'm quite fed up with them, to be honest. I'd like them to make a series with some normal-sized robots, but mm, not going to happen. Yeah? Like human-sized? And no con. Or like... No, smaller smaller than that. Like, maybe the size of a cat. Yeah, small dog. Yeah, like maybe two cats. Maybe two cats stacked. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It could be Gizmo Duck. (laughs) Gizmo he he he's duck sized and he's sort of robot-y. Yeah. I was always annoyed that in the video game of DuckTales, now correct me if I'm wrong, he does appear but only to do a very rudimentary thing like break a door down or something. He does and on like, uh, the DuckTales on the moon level, um he yeah. appears at the various as far right as you can go on that level, which shows you how nerdy I am. Um yeah. he shows up and blasts the wall and then starts yeah. to go down the hole and then go to the left in order to fight the boss, which is a rat. On the moon. Protecting the green cheese on the moon because uh, the moon is made of green cheese. Of course. I, really, I never made that connection. Makes sense. 
I literally oh. just made that connection. I, I, I always made that connection when I played that game. I didn't understand. I'm, I was a very stupid child. I mean, that's the level where you actually you have to find a remote control for Gizmoduck, otherwise he won't appear, yeah. which doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Well, it does make sense, because like he is a toy. Oh, really? Um, and Fenton is like a robot toy. I think that does make sense to me. Well, maybe you have to find it, and it's like a TV remote, and you have to put DuckTales on, and he comes out of the telly or something. <laughs> they should make a modern HD Gizmo Duck game where he's just... It's like Call of Duty, you know? He just comes out, and like you get like a Scottish guy, and he says, like, blathering, blatherskite, or whatever, and he turns into Gizmo Duck and just murders all the Arabs or something. <laughs> I admit you would play that. You would pay forty nine ninety nine for that on day one. In a heartbeat. <laughs> Mm-hmm, absolutely. So well, you know. Uh, oh, that was that was nice. Is it is it time for some uh, listener mail? Yes. Um, oh god, I yes. It has to deal with Ducktales. Do, uh, do we have okay. legit listener mail that was emailed to what is it podcast at gamecola.net? We have three emails that nice. were emailed to podcast at gamecola.net uh, nice. from two unique emailers. First one. So somebody emailed Would twice. Would you like a bigger penis? <laughs> There's all these ones in Russian. I don't know why. We seem to be very popular in Russia. That's pretty cool. Actually, I do I do constantly have to delete, like, at least ten a day uh, Russian emails. I yeah, actually sure. set up... I, I haven't checked back to see if this is working yet, yeah. but I actually set up a filter to automatically delete any emails with one of the Russian characters from the alphabet that's not in English from the subject line. You know, uh, so those automatically really get deleted racist. and I'm I'm thinking it's working. I tried doing that and then I checked like the folder that I had set up for that and it was actually deleting valid emails. So mm. use a Russian letter like the backwards B. I did. I that's what we talked about. Yeah, I used like the the weird looking A type thing. No, that's a letter A, Jetty. It just has a little thing on top of it. No, no, like it's shaped weird. It's like no, see, that's 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 what the letter A looks like in books and things like that. <laughs> we thought we were so clever. Listener mail! Okay, uh, yeah. so, first one. Hello, podcasters. I'm a relatively new fan of Game Cola. I came via Michael Gray a few months ago, and I really think whoa, you guys are great. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, Michael Gray. Oh, keep reading, yeah. keep reading. Uh, you have fans who then became Game Cola fans. Uh, I've been wanting to send in a question for a while now, but I never had a good re- idea for a question to ask. Triumphantly, I thought of one. Uh, yes. There's sort of a long story involved, though, so bear with me. One of the few. Video- this better be good. <laughs> one of the few video games I've ever actually played, and even then it was at a friend's house, is Fable. All three Fable games, actually. However, while playing Fable 3, something unbelievably strange happened. My character had just gotten married and she had a baby. Cute little baby Whoa. in the crib, all fancy in the corner of the house. I came back and visited a few times. My husband was the worst. He was never in the house with the kid. Uh, and one day I came back and the crib was gone, meaning, my friend told me, that the baby was now a child wandering around town somewhere. I went up to every child I saw in town, and nothing was indicating that I had found my child. Then I did find it, and this is where it gets weird. Somehow... In the transfer from baby to child, my kid had changed ethnicity. Seriously. (laughs) My character was white, my husband was white, the baby had been white, but the child was now black. I remember my friend and I just sat there staring at the kid, wondering how this had happened. My question, at last, is, has anything like this ever happened to you? And further... Yeah, I used to... I I, I did used to be black. (laughs) 
That happened to me. You had the Michael Jackson disease? Pretty much, yeah. Um, what happened there was... Um, you know what? I can't think of a way of putting this that couldn't be misconstrued as offensive, so let's just carry on. And further, what is the weirdest thing that has ever happened in a game for you? Because this one definitely tops my list. I hope you answer my question, Julia. P.S. Please don't mm. make fun of my grammar mistakes. I have a legitimate excuse for all of them. Interestingly, I actually didn't. What is the excuse? What's the excuse, yeah. No, she didn't say. Stupidity. (laughs) Now I feel like I should actually find her grammar mistakes. It's now like a Where's Waldo. Yeah. She had a dangling (laughs) participle. I could hear it. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say... I thought she was a girl. She was. She ended a a, uh, sentence Uh, with a preposition. Yeah. Mm. Actually, I'm not even seeing any of that. So Maybe what are the grammar the mistakes, right. then? Oh, let's answer the question, then. Okay, it's um, yeah. you in a game. I don't really see the problem with the baby turning in, into a black guy. I don't understand why that would be a problem for her. I think that's kind of telling, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> he just spends a lot of time outside. He got a tan. Come on. Well, yeah, I mean, that happens. You know, it's a thing that happens. Yeah. Well, maybe the TV's... Kind of like- it, you remember how in Jurassic Park, how you know the dinosaurs were fused with amphibian DNA and they changed sex to accommodate the the demographics. Maybe this is the same thing here. I mean, you said that both parents yeah. are white. Probably everyone else in the world is white. You know. Yeah. Well, so life found a way. So it. Yeah, it's like exactly evolution taking place. No, exactly. I actually I live in New Hampshire, and that actually never happened here. <laughs> we're all still white. <laughs> mm, I see. Well, the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me in a game was um, when I was playing um, Sonic Two, and I finished. No, no, I got an actual better one. The weirdest thing that happened to me was: Do you, do you guys ever play Echo the Dolphin on the Mega Drive Genesis? Yeah. Sorry, Echo the Dolphin. Right. I remember being a kid and messing around in that game. I would. I went into the password screen, and I was just cocking about with the letters because I didn't know what the hell the password was. Obviously, <laughs> I didn't understand anything because I was a stupid kid. And I put in like all ends, like all letter N. And it came up with, like, welcome to the machine. And I was like, what? And then it just throws you into this horrible auto-scrolling level full of aliens that just come at you out of nowhere. What? It's the most frightening thing. That, seriously, if you get Echo the Dolphin on the Mega Drive, go to the password screen, enter all letter N, N for November, just all letter Ns, you get one of the final levels in the game. That's the password to one of the final levels in the game, all Ns. <laughs> and it's, it's terrifying when you're a child and you have no idea that the game even gets like that at all. <laughs> auto-scrolling, aliens coming out, aliens that come out and make this horrible noise, like, at you, because it's the Mega Drive. It was nightmarish. I'm watching it on YouTube right now. No, they're green. They're green. Yeah. Which is worse in some ways, I would say. Actually, uh, I had an interesting thing happen. Again, uh, I I think I mentioned I would go around and press up against walls and stuff, like, just to see if there were secret passageways. In real life, too. (laughs) Yes. Uh, (laughs) No, I was playing Secret of Mana, and, like, I did find a few secret passageways that, like, led nowhere for whatever reason. Mm. Like, they they were there, but nothing was at the end. It was whatever. But uh, I managed to get back into Poto's Village, like, at the beginning of the game. They banish you. Mm. But, like, I sat there and I ran back and forth and, like, switched characters so much that eventually I did get back in. Mm. And, like, you know, there's nothing in there that's supposed to happen. You're never supposed to go back. So all the characters still just say the same things and the big hole is still there and stuff. That's kind of weird. Is that where you fight the mantis? It's been a long time since I've played that. Yeah, yeah, the mantis ant. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Who you then fight later in a different color of memory stone. <laughs> Pretty sure. Good old SNES games. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I did make it back in. And then I think that I ended up, like, 
saving that there and never playing that again just so that I could, like, <laughs> look at me, I got back. I mean, I already beat the game, so. Mm. Yeah, I have a quick three strange things that have happened to me. Uh, actually, two of yeah. them happened to me. One of them happened to my friend. Um, I seem to be good at finding graphical glitches that spontaneously happen in games for no reason. Yeah. Uh, I was playing Chrono Trigger at one point, and you're busting into Ozzy's Fortress in one of the optional endgame side quests, and I don't know what had happened, but Ozzy was suddenly replaced by a giant talking flame. The rest of the game was totally normal. Ozzy was just this glowing orange and white flame that was taunting me from the stairs. And I was saying, what are you doing, dude? This is a little too trippy, even for you. And I was playing Mega Man 4 at a different point, and a third of the way through the second Dr. Cossack stage, the graphics spaz out on me. Mega Man looks totally normal every other bit of art in the entire game is all completely messed up, like someone swapped uh, tile sets to something completely awful and totally wrong. You could barely tell what anything was, but I'd played the game so many times that I actually <laughs> knew where things were, so I said, forget it, I'm not resetting the game now, I'm in the castle stages, so I beat the game, not being able to tell spikes from floor, and it was pretty magnificent. <laughs> um, but probably one of the worst things that I've ever heard of happening, um, my friend was playing Golden Sun for the GBA. And oh, that is terrible, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> had gotten to the last town in the game, like the very end of the game, just like, you know, another half hour to the, the credits. And he's in the town talking with people and says, okay, I'm going to save the game because you can save anywhere and shut this off, come back to it later. Saves the game. When he comes back, he turns on the game. And I, I sat down and I tried to play this to fix it just in case it was user error. <laughs> Between the two of us, uh, major user error apparently because we reloaded the game and he was stuck in a townsperson. <laughs> and that pretty much ended the game right there. Wow. That is, um, well, I mean, for one thing, it's bad enough that you had to play Golden Sun for that long, really. You know the best Golden Sun game is? Uh, Mario Tennis on the Game Boy Advance. That's the best one. <laughs> Camelot. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever that. Oh, uh, I've forgotten about that. <laughs> Camelot. <laughs> it's so strange. I've. I played Golden Sun and Golden Sun The Last Age, and yeah. I mean, I like, or I used to think I like RPGs. The more I play them nowadays, the more I think it's mostly nostalgia, and then I got spoiled on really good RPGs when I first started playing. Uh, but yeah. I, I played all of Golden Sun 1. I'm like, this is okay. It's fun enough. There's some creative concepts. Eh. And then I play Golden Sun The Last Age, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of fun. There's some decent con You know, I'm like, eh. And then I get to the last quarter of Golden Sun 2. And I say, wow, this is suddenly really fun. Where was this the entire rest of the series? And I'm looking back, I'm like, do, do I want to go back and play the games now because I'm suddenly liking them? Or did they just make a really good game and cram it at the end there and forget about it? <laughs> and then they made the 3D one that just looked awful, and I never played it. So that sort of mm. uh, stemmed my interest in the series there. Yeah, that was really hyped, and then it came out and nobody really gave a shit. As far as I remember, it was just kind of like, yay, new Golden Sun, oh my god, and then, it, and then like, nobody cared came out and everyone had moved on to like other RPGs like I don't know um, Xenosaga or something from what I hear about Xenosaga that is a uh, massive mess I don't know oh well hey more 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 mail please yes okay next next piece of mail uh, so if Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright was coming out in English in America would you buy it would you be one of those people to sit outside until the store opened to be one of the first to buy it because there are so many people who would do that okay bye Anna, aka Sailor Moon Girl four one two. Smiley face. Oh, we have we have an affinity already. 
big fan say, of 412. Oh, hell yeah. I'm a huge fan of 412. Oh, sorry. So that's Sailor Moon Girl, was that? Yeah, GRL Girl. Oh, then, Sailor Moon uh, GRL 412. 412. I'm trying to... No, sorry, this is... I just want to know what that means. Um, it's probably... It's like Sailor a, Moon Girl. It's like a presumably, Either she's a fan of Sailor Moon or she is Sailor Moon. And I can't decide. Because if she is Sailor Moon, I'm going to have to ask you for that email address. Um, because I've been trying to get with Sailor Moon for a really long time now. And um, the fact that she's underage and doesn't exist has not sated me, clearly. But, um, yeah, uh, so, yeah, what was the question? Something about uh, if Sun? Professor Layton, yeah. If Professor Layton's oh, yeah. Phoenix Wright was coming out, would you buy it? I, I, can, I can answer this on behalf of all Game Cola staff and say no. <laughs> no but there's, I don't think there's any interest. Well, I mean, I personally wouldn't because I don't have a 3DS, but, you know. And I don't really like Phoenix Wright all that much. What about Professor Layton? He's British. <laughs> Is he? Oh, yeah. Well, Professor Layton was pretty good. I mean, I played the first one, and I really enjoyed it. Then I started the second one, and I was like, well, this is the same thing, you know. It is. It, it honestly and I wasn't is really all the games anymore. The And then I tried the third one, and it was like, well, this is the same thing again, but the story is marginally more interesting. But I still didn't finish it. Um, and the first one felt like enough to me, because they all seem to have variations on the same puzzles, like the move something around to try and slide something out of like an area puzzle, the puzzle where you have to put people in order based on cryptic statements that they make that corroborate with other people's cryptic statements, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of good, but like I didn't feel the need to play more than one of them. And with Phoenix Wright, I kind of found like the first game was awesome, like beginning to end, because it was all so new to me at the time. And then I thought the second one was just this chore to go through apart from, I think, Case 3 was good, if memory serves. The one You're with thinking Matt of Engler. Case 4. Case 3 was the the circus one, which was horrible. Oh, yeah, that was garbage. The one with Matt Engard, without giving the spoilers, obviously, that one. That was good. Yeah, that's the last one. That was the one yeah. where the writer actually decided to show up for yeah. work that day. And then, and then Trials and Tribulations, I think it was called, the third one. Like... Mm-hmm. Again, the final case was really cool towards the end, but I wasn't really engaged with it before that. And Apollo Justice, I never managed to finish because I either tr- kept, I either traded my copy in or lost my save somehow, uh, over and over again. So, yeah, and uh, Attorney Investigations, I freely admit I've barely played. It might be really good though, I don't know. Okay, well my answer is yes, I want to get Professor Layton and Phoenix Wright. I've done video walkthroughs for all the Professor Layton games and all the Phoenix Wright games, so I like, might as well. Mm. I don't. I don't like how it's like 3D now. I really liked the 2D charm of the other ones. And well, that's my feelings about money. every 3D game. So fair enough. Ow, poor 3DS. Somebody has to like you. Well, you know, it's got all those great games on it. Like, um, no, I've got nothing. Harvest Moon 3D. Oh yeah, sweet. I love Harvest Moon. I, I like. I want to stroke some cows in 3D. That's exactly what I want to do. I want, exactly. I want to tend to crops. I want to do things I would avoid doing in real life. <laughs> In, in, in game form, that's what I want. They should make like just like doing your chores 3D. That's what Harvest Moon is. Yeah. You're like mowing the lawn 3D, except like you can't mow the lawn. You just look at it, and then eventually it gets mowed. <laughs> it might. It's like it might as well just be like World of Warcraft or something. It's like World of Warcraft but without any of the things you can talk to people about, without any of the freaking interaction. It's like an MMO with nothing. I hate so I oh, I can't be asked. I would rather tend to an actual farm than play Harvest Moon. <laughs> I, I think I would actually rather do that. Okay. So anyway, in conclusion, Sailor Moon fan, uh call me. So okay, but get this. She has more questions. Oh, she sent a separate email saying, uh Oh wow. Aren't you happy I'm back after a few hours? Okay, question time <laughs> again. 
Does anyone else do any writing outside of Game Cola? Nathaniel, this is your chance to plug your website again. Uh, has anyone ever played Happy Wheels? Does anyone else play Jigsaw Puzzles on the computer? I'm right now, while listening to your past podcasts, this is what I do with my summer break. Okay, bye. Oh my god, this is like the most adorably ADD letter ever. <laughs> it reminds me of, like, it reminds me of Tom Green in Clone High. Seriously, it's amazing. She did say, uh, she was going to ask a few more questions. So those are some more different questions. Uh, then she says, okay, bye, uh, Anna, aka Sailor Moon Girl 412, postscriptum. It's actually spelled out. Uh, good job on the 10 hour podcast, Jetty. It was awesome! <laughs> she actually spelled out postscriptum. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Anna. <laughs> okay, so, uh, does anyone else do any writing outside of Game Cola? Ooh, me, me, me. It's, it plug sounds plug. like my computer's going to take off over here, so I'm, I'm trying to roll my chair a little bit farther away, so I apologize if there's any noise, including the sound of my voice. So if you scroll down to the very bottom of the main page of GameCola.net, at least the way it is at the time of this recording, we have a list of other websites run by the staff writers, and among them is Expanding Your Horizons, which is the geek blog my friend and I write, and it's more of a, uh, a general look at geekery instead of the specialized video game writing that I do for GameCola. So all sorts of different things there, comic books and science fiction primarily, but lots of other things, whatever we feel like, really. And you Dungeons can find and mine there too. as well. There's uh, Right now, the one for me is listed as candlebookandbell.com, but I'm an idiot and I kind of wiped that out. And I haven't, I've been too lazy to get it back up, but if you go to cinemaids, c-i-n-e-m-a-i-d-s dot com, <laughs> that is my, uh, that is my reviews of really terrible movies. Oh, I love it. AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Oh boy. Oh yeah, so yeah, writing outside of game cover. Sometimes I post on forums. That's the same. So, has anyone ever Played Happy Wheels. What the hell is Happy Wheels? I don't know. Yeah, never heard of it. Is it like a McDonald's racing game? <laughs> I played a game called Happy Weed on the Macintosh. That was about drugs. <laughs> uh, does anyone else play jigsaw puzzles on the computer? Yes, me. I do. I have this thing where you can use like a photo and it turns it into a jigsaw puzzle. It's like the coolest game ever. Uh, I'm more used to jigsaw puzzles being like mini games in in a casual game. Mm. And in Braid as well. Because <laughs> that's a casual game. Now, you know what sucked in Braid is when they did that jigsaw puzzle where you had to, like, move the pieces because they had a platform on them. So that does Braid awful. have anything to do... I assume that Braid is like a hairstylist RPG or a sim or something like that. It is like a, if a hairstylist did your hair and you did it wrong and he, like, reversed time and fixed it. That's what Braid is, you know. Or if every time he moved, your hair moves, that kind of thing. <laughs> we should actually probably be wrapping this up. Uh, was there another question in the question list, though? No, that was it. Did anyone play Jigsaw Puzzles? Jigsaw, jigsaw Puzzles, could okay. You, could you ask could you, Sailor Moon Girl, could you please get back to us with the not what Happy Wheels is? <laughs> because I would like to know. Yes, we're... Can't we just Google it? No, no, this is I, the end no, of the podcast no. is ending. We don't have oh. time. Okay, then, Jesus. We don't, so, okay, so she's going to email us next time, though. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, okay, so, end of the podcast. Uh, This has been the Game Call Podcast from... Our actual internet website, GameCola.net. If you want to ask a question or send us an email about what Happy Wheels is, uh, you can email us at... It's an online free-to-play game. Don't... No, okay, I'm editing that out because we don't have time to discuss what it is. 
Uh, anyway, yeah, you can go, you can email us at podcast at gamecola.net. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes and please rate us very high. Rate us as high as you can. And five stars, Jetty. Wait, 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 five wait. stars. We're on iTunes? Yeah. Just search wow. that whole podcast. That's the whole point of having a podcast. Yeah, you can subscribe to us, I guess, and rate us very highly. Oh, wow. I'm going to do that. Yeah. And also, but you don't have a Mac, so you can't do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not going to do that. Also, uh, But you can find a, You can go into the uh, Apple Store and ask them to download the Game Cola podcast for you and then leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could do what I normally do. I could go into the Game, Co- the Game Cola Store. Man, that would be amazing. No, I go into the Apple Store and, like... Leave a flaming bag of dog feces <laughs> on the side, and when they come and stomp it out, I'll just yell like "one button mouse" for forty years or something. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and then I'll be like, actually, we have like two buttons now, and I'll be like, "Ah, I have four. We actually have a game cola store. Oh my gosh, really? it's still yeah, it's still available. It only has three T-shirts yeah. though. Um, uh, you can two buy of them sign, are the same. Sign photos of me. Sign photos of me. Game cool it's like a logo. picture of me kind of winking, pointing at the camera, and it's like, stay cool, Stuart Jones. You know, uh, and a Lofi Carl cartoon. All right. Are you, are you talking about yeah. our Cafe, Cafe Press, Press website? website. Yeah. yeah. You can get a, a mm. shirt with the Inside the Guide logo. Um, I'm <laughs> trying to find one. I can't find it anywhere. I wanted to buy one, and then it disappeared. We should probably update that. <laughs> Maybe. I think you could get like a shirt that just in like seventy-two point like Arial font in the middle just says Stuart Jip. <laughs> but uh, yes, you can also visit us on YouTube, where this will probably be posted, and apparently is where most of our listeners find out about us. GC.net with the word dot and the word net and the word G and the word C. <laughs> like that was really clearly put across. <laughs> GC.net uh, yeah. and. I think that's it. I mean, you can like us on Facebook. Just search for Game Cola. I think that's about. You know, the model for the T-shirt on the Game Cola store has a beard. This is appropriate. Oh. <laughs> the problem is, is like Cafe Press used to be able to get a shirt for like five bucks, and now it's like thirty. It's huh. really expensive now. Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. But okay, th- this podcast is coming to an end. Christian Porter, Michael Gray, Stuart Jip, Nathaniel Hoover. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Uh, you are welcome. And may all your wheels be happy. <laughs> And thank you <laughs> to everyone for listening. Uh, bye. Bye. Bye, listeners. Well, goodbye. Bye. We love each and every one of you. Yeah, definitely. Especially Sailor Moon Girl. Now, Game Cola staff writer Mike Ridgway receives a phone call from a turtle. Enjoy. This is a turtle. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm all right. Hey, I've got a question for you. Shoot. I am supposed to be on the GameCola.net podcast, and I'm wondering, like, what that should be like on there. I'm pretty nervous about it. Oh, um, okay, um, are you hosting, or? No, I'm just going to be a guest, I'm going to be talking about Super Mario Brothers, the original one, it is a retro show. Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't worry about it too much, um, honestly, I mean, I, like, whenever I would do it, I would either, you know, maybe just write down some notes, 
um, about what I wanted to talk about or, you know, barring that, I just go in and start yelling about something. Uh, my brain kind of works it. You know, when it gets stuck on something, it yelling. has to stay in there. So I, I yeah. should be like, I like when he gets the mushrooms! Oh, I mean, it, ranting. Ranting would be a better word about, uh, a better word to describe what I was talking about. Uh, oh, um, okay. I like, mean, just... Like, why did they make more levels? This is ridiculous. It is a classic game, but I cannot believe that they did not make more levels. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, there is that. Like, you know, you find some, uh, like, I would find something that I felt strongly about, and then, you know, Put it out there and try to defend it, you know, and uh, you know, talk about it in a funny manner or something like I that. I feel pretty strong about them not making enough levels. How is that? All right, that's my hook. I'm gonna do it. Um, you know, just I, I, I'd suggest, you know, if, if you're worried about it, just um, write down, um, write down <coughs> a few excuse, points excuse uh, me, that I you know you 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 want to talk about. I guess uh, Getty's usually in charge of the podcast these days. All right. Um, and, uh, you know, he'll probably, you know, he'll probably have a few things, you know, uh, topics he wants to discuss in there. Um, you know, just respond to it. it. You know, don't, don't, you know, work yourself up over it. It's just, it's a little game called a podcast. We just kind of, you know, sit there and talk and have fun with it. It's, you know. All right. I feel much better. Thank you for your, for your help. I hope you will listen when I'm on. Yeah, no, we'll do. All right, cool. Uh, Thank you. Hopefully, hopefully I will be on it. I, uh, my yep. Wednesdays are cleared up, so. Oh, that would be great. We can be on there together. Maybe we can talk about our phone call where you gave me tips on being about on the podcast. <laughs> there you go. If you would do me a favor when I go crazy about there not being enough Super Mario Brothers levels, could you just, like, lay into me and go, there are plenty of levels. You shut up. <laughs> All right. Well, see, I, I think there are plenty of levels, to tell the truth. It's like, I, oh, you know, I'm I, really mad at you now. There you go. All that's right. that's what we'll you do. We'll try and keep it organic. Let's not let it all out here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you all go. right, great. It's, I, uh, thanks again. I really appreciate it. No problem. All right, goodbye. All right, bye. Again, that was a turtle calling Mike Ridgeway. For more, check out turtlecalls.com or tune in next month where the turtle himself will be a special guest star on the Game Call the Podcast.